0: Scott Medlin, I'm owner of LEO Motivation, LLC, but former police officer, United States Marine Corps, officer. I'm sorry, sergeant, (laughs) and uh, I've written some books, and now I'm a national speaker.
1: That's an impressive list. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So what inspired you, we'll start with the military, what inspired you to join the military?
0: Oh, man, you won't believe this. I was doing backyard work uh, at a man's house. He's a retired full bird United States Marine Corps Colonel. I had never met any Marines that were particularly higher ranks or anything like that. And I just, I'm doing this yard work. And he asked me, have you ever thought about what you want to do with your life? And I said, no, sir, not really. And uh, he said, well, well, have you really thought about it? I said, no, not, not really. I mean, maybe uh, own a restaurant, go in the army. And that, he didn't like that response. So basically after talking to him, all day long about the United States Marine Corps, he got me thinking about it. And then when uh, the Marine Corps recruiter came into my U.S. history teacher's class to talk about the Marines when I was in 11th grade, and the teacher was a a Vietnam veteran who worked with the Marines because he was a Navy corpsman, that pretty much sealed the deal. I said, I'd always believed in service to country, but after talking to that recruiter, I said, I'm going to go this route. So that's what that's how it all started,
1: and then, after uh, the Marines, you then uh, got into law enforcement. So how did that journey come about?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess looking back, a lot of things happened when I was fifteen years old. I went to a career fair at my in my high school gymnasium, and I'm walking around like, none of this seems interesting at all. In fact, a lot of it seems boring. And no, no insult to those in other career fields by any means, uh, and there's something for everybody. But I came across the police officer there representing the hometown department and uh, just talking about how law enforcement is as, as a career. I had watched cops a lot when I was younger and really just enjoyed watching what they were doing particularly when they were catching people in the act of breaking into houses or they would people were breaking into cars and the police got there in time to stop them i loved watching them do that and after talking to that recruiter i said yeah eventually i want to get into law enforcement Uh, so after the while i was in the marines i never had the intention on making it a career-long 20-year thing Uh, just doing my time and after two deployments to iraq and meeting my now wife, then girlfriend, and she said, you know what, if you go back to Iraq, I don't know if I can handle that. So I got out as as quick as I could after those two deployments, and then uh, went into law enforcement. Uh, so it all started when I met that uh, recruiter at the, uh, at the hometown gym at the hometown high school.
1: And as a police officer, you know, you're dealing with some challenging situations and people's worst days. How do you separate your own mental health to, you know, with what's going on? That's a very good question. And the thing is, you
0: have to be very proactive with it. Any law enforcement officer has to be very proactive with it. There's the typical things of have friends outside of the profession, take care of yourself, such as exercising, uh, avoid drinking to quote cope with the stress because it's not a real coping mechanism and then have hobbies outside of the job. Those are, those are pretty much the common understanding things and common, common things practice. But unfortunately, police suicides, mental health challenges are really high. So we're, we're not doing enough, obviously Uh, we need to do more. So there are things such as meditation, seeking active and professional counseling. Uh, There's times when you do have to make sure you go out with a good group of friends and not just be with a friend group outside of the profession. Who's full of a bunch of, negative you know they're 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 talking negative and discussing negative topics you're already exposed to enough negativity on the job so unfortunately i didn't always take good care of myself mentally and it, and it led to some to some bad things and some bad diagnosis but uh what i really found the last few years of my career was meditation yoga and really uh learning a lot and developing uh, as a person because we can never be perfect so we need to grow as people
1: and as a speaker and author, how has helping other people helped your own healing process?
0: Oh man. Yeah, it has. It really has. Just just to be able to share that it's not the end. If you get diagnosed with a quote disorder, it's it's not a sentence on your life. It doesn't have to be. It's all in how you see it. And yeah, the addiction I went through, the depression I went through and and still managing the symptoms of PTSD to this day. I'm just like I'm going to take this and help others realize it's not the end. Just like I said. And 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 that's what it's all about. I find that a lot of value comes from helping others and I love that phrase when when let's see. Uh, let me see if I remember. When um when you feel helpless, become helpful. Yeah. And that right there, when I heard that, I said, "You know what? that that's something I'm going to have to have to do and 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 want to do. So it's been great. But just being able to talk about it and the experiences that I still you know think about to this day, just to be able to talk about them means I'm not bottling them in anymore. So it you know I've you know i've I've never actually been asked that before, so never really had to think about it. But wow, that's pretty revealing.
1: <laughs> How has writing the books helped?
0: Oh, man, just just to know that uh, there's a lot of my mind and I've been able to put it on paper, but also uh, understanding a lot more about mental health through the research, through what I've learned and being in the psychologist's office so many times, (laughs) just really learning a lot. And I do find that we feel stronger as people and grow and uh, start to have healthier perspectives just the more we learn and go through self-education in a way. So that's, that's how the books have really helped a lot. And the fact that there a lot of people have bought them and said great things about them.
1: What are some of the methods you use to help people?
0: I'm mainly an inspirational speaker. I do coach people one-on-one, but I am one of those that gets up in front of a crowd and brings the energy. And some don't, some don't receive it, but a lot of people do. And thank goodness for that. But the ones that don't receive it at first... I will challenge them, and I will say when you walk out these doors today, you, sh- you should expect yourself to be better because other people expect and deserve and want you to be a good person, a better person, because as we become better in life and, and we grow as people, that helps other people as well. And, and I talk a lot to first responders. They have a servant's heart. The ones that get into it for the right reasons have a servant's heart. They just have to be inspired to remember that and know how to go forward, even amidst the challenging times we're in, or they face in their own mind.
1: I know with me, uh, I have a bipolar disorder too. And just someone giving me like the littlest compliment goes such a long way. So yeah. how important is not only just compliments, but empathy in your business?
0: Oh man, empathy is the whole thing the whole foundation. I mean, I just got done teaching crisis intervention and, and uh, de-escalation to a company in Texas. And I couldn't say the word empathy enough just to <laughs> hammer it home. You have to be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And that doesn't mean agreeing with them, but to be, to be to be able to understand someone, not necessarily for them to understand you and where you're coming from, but you understand where they're coming from your insights, your life experiences, what you know, and the encouragement you can give after listening to them long enough and they feel valued. Oh man, it's a game changer. So empathy is just a, a life skill. Should, people should focus on and continuously work on. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: What are some of the things you've learned from your life?
0: My wife back in 2016, when I was working as a canine officer, I was pretty much at the peak of my career. My uh, police canine and I were actually doing very well. We'd really turned a corner in things such as tracking, as in finding people who fled from a scene, stuff like that. Uh, she came She came up to me and she had had enough of me working so much uh, on the job. And unfortunately, I was letting it become my identity. And she basically said to me, she gave me that, basically that ultimatum it's either me or the job and while we're riding down the road one day a few months after that initial conversation she said you know what i'm thinking of doing this on my own as in our sons in the back our firstborn's in the back seat and she's just like that's it we're we don't need you we're going to do this on our own what she taught me was family really does have to come first because when i left policing do you think the department stayed in touch with me absolutely not uh my relationship with her mattered the most and I wasn't always putting it first, but also she taught me just how much you have to realize your career should never be who you are. I know certain careers like law enforcement, military, other, other career fields of doctors, medical professionals, any really job where people feel really passionate about and called to do. Yeah. I'm not trying to undermine that, but it's never who you are because if you can't do that job, And eventually you will get to a point where you're not doing that job. Does that mean you're less of a person because you're not doing it? Absolutely not. Who you are is way more important than what you're doing. And the thing is, who you are, you can bring to other areas of life. And I've had to do that. Yeah. But this, I would have never realized that had she not been up front with me and had we not gone through those struggles to which we worked our way out of it. Thank God. Uh, But that those were two valuable lessons I learned a lot, uh, uh, really, really the hard way, but I'm glad I learned them.
1: Where do you want to see your business in the next three to five years?
0: Oh man, I would definitely have to say speaking in front of thousands of people in yeah. big arenas and coliseums, stuff like that, just to know you're inspiring a lot of people. Because unfortunately, we just you know, it's 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 interesting. We live in a time where basically if you have a cell phone you have Amazon subscription and you have the money you can you can order whatever you want for the most part and you can afford and it, it can be delivered to your doorstep and we have more than people have had in human history particularly in America and and yet so many people are running on survival running on adrenaline just and and stressed out and that's the story they've given themselves I'm stressed or I, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting through or the phrase that damaged me for the longest time. I'll be happy when, you know, something happens and then that thing happens. And all of a sudden it's like, it's like a new car. It just went, the effect wears off after a while. So just to be able to inspire people to not look at things that way and instead change their state of being, like, even if you go through a hard time, at least hopefully one day I'll be able to speak to thousands and say, here's your state. You can look at it going forward. You can start to see things healthier. I'm not saying you won't go through challenges, but how you see them and how you act during them and past them, oh, man, there's a lot of success and uh, fortitude and and fulfillment on the other side. And I stand here as proof of that.
1: Yeah, that actually uh, made me think of something. Uh, Before I was diagnosed, uh, I was that person who I'd be happy when. Yes, was a big thing. And then when I reach that milestone, maybe the next one I'll be happy. So it's a never-ending yeah. cycle.
0: Yeah, you're right. It it can be. It, it can be very. And, and the thing is, we have to be careful of, I found that I really had to be careful of who I was uh, keeping really close to me because they would have that mentality as well. And it's just reinforcing my way of thinking. I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. And in law enforcement, oh, my gosh it's it's so much uh the focused on retirement and they, uh, this is some cops get so mad at me for talking about this but they, but they talk like they're prisoners you know i got i got 10 in 15 to go and then i'll be happy when i retire I'm like that's a horrible way to look at things that's very <laughs> damaging and if you're around people like that that have that conversation you're going to feel that way
1: how can people reach out to you
0: Oh hey, just uh, go to my website, thescottmedlin.com. That's the quickest way. Or I have a YouTube channel, uh um, the Ten Code Mindset. Uh it's a YouTube channel podcast. But yeah, thescottmedlin.com. It's it's uh, you can fill out the contact page if you want to get in touch with me and I'll I'll email back.
1: Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me and share your message. And and it's very important because mental health, especially, you know, in military and law enforcement, first responders, it's a important conversation to have.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, and statistics back it up as in the necessity for us to focus yeah. on it. And I, for one, was someone who just thought, I'm fine, I'm fine and I wasn't fine. And then when I finally, when my wife got brutally honest with me, and then I, you know, let my ego go, (laughs) go to the side. And I was honest with myself and got professional assistance. Yeah, I, I wasn't fine. And, and I never thought I'd be that person to go through what I did, but I did. So people are, you know, people go to the gym all the time. And there's a lot of people that go to the gym and get personal trainers. And I love this analogy. People go to the gym and get personal trainers. Nobody bats an eye, but people go into mental health uh, care and and to get professional treatment. It's like, what are you nuts or what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. You just need to deal with something in a better way than what you know how to do, or you need to learn about it so you can be that much better on the other side of the pain. So it's definitely necessary to talk about, particularly if you had a traumatic thing happen in your childhood or, or or you're surrounded by negativity at work or seen trauma as an adult, whatever the case is. Needless to say, as you can tell, I could go on and on about it. (laughs)